Hello, I'm Sasha O'Connell, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to Mission Is Possible, a series of audio episodes where we will break down and dig in to the management issues of particular concern to the national security community. This is a joint project between the national security sector at Guidehouse and the School of Public Affairs at American University. We are pleased to have you join us. episode, we spoke with members of the team behind the Guidehouse NatSec Girl Squad survey on barriers to competent diversity in the national security sector. The team launched the survey in November and received over 800 responses. We had the opportunity to sit down with the leaders of the project and to get their perspective on the motivations behind the survey launch and their own experiences with diversity in the national security sector before the results are released in mid-March. We first spoke with John Saad, the partner and national security sector leader at Guidehouse. My name is John Saad. I'm a partner at Guidehouse. I lead our national security segment. That's all of our work with the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, the intelligence community, and the Department of State. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's great to have you with us. Great to be here. So we're talking in this episode a little bit more about the Guidehouse NatSec Girl Squad survey. Obviously, some of the preliminary results were workshopped at the conference last month. And I'm just curious from your perspective, why were you interested in taking this on as a project? What do you see the value in this project being? And what are you hoping to kind of comes out of this in terms of moving the conversation forward? Yeah, it's a great question. I think as we look at our own evolution as a business and how to attract talent, sources of talent, different ways of looking at problems and consulting, I think one of the most important things is to bring a lot of different perspectives to the table. It's become imperative that we have diverse points of view at the table to bring the best solutions to our stakeholders. And we start to step back and look at the national security space, it seems that it's an even more acute issue in having diversity there. And as you know, we've talked about in the past, I think we've all gone beyond the recognition that diversity and inclusion is important. And really what I'm hoping that we get out of this survey is a launching point into some key understandings of what some of those barriers are and what we can do about diversity and inclusion in the national security space going forward. Perfect. Thanks. I know there's a number of events coming up in early 2020. Is that an opportunity for you to hear from other stakeholders or or kind of what are you hoping to do through those sessions and through the launch and how much interest has there been in the survey kind of overall? There's been a tremendous amount of interest. I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. I think the more we engage with our stakeholders in the national security space, the more we find that they're also aware of and grappling with these challenges. And everybody wants to be part of that dialogue. So in some ways, we see ourselves as a convener of these topics to bring people together to learn from them, but also to help share things that are working and ideas on what could be beneficial to all of us. So when I think about the upcoming events, I think they're a forum to not only exchange ideas, but to start to test some things and see how we can put them into practice. And also there might be some aha moments from the data that we're finding that some people may not have realized might be barriers or impediments to having diversity and inclusion in their organization. So that's what I'm hopeful for. Perfect. Thanks. Well, we look forward to talking to you more as the results start coming out. Great. I look forward to chatting with you as well. Next, we spoke with Erica Moberg-Jones, a manager in Guidehouse's national security sector and a member of the team focused on analyzing the results of the survey and drafting the report. So we're here at the National Security Girl Squad 2019 conference with Erica Moberg-Jones from Guidehouse. One of the awesome things that's happened at the conference this week, which has been so incredibly energetic, has been the launch of the Guidehouse NetSec Girl Squad preliminary results from the survey. 
Welcome, Erica. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Sasha. I'm glad to be here. Really excited to be here at the conference. Uh, this has been an amazing experience and glad we got the opportunity to workshop some of the preliminary findings. So uh, to back up a little bit and start to talk about the survey, what we did was GuideHouse partnered with NatSec Girl Squad to produce a survey. We all know that there is an issue with achieving competent diversity in the national security workforce, but what we wanted to start talking about and get the discussion moving on is what can be done about it, right? We want to we want to get some information, get some perceptions, see what people's issues are, both with achieving entrance into the field and then also once they're in the field with advancing in their careers. So the survey was an effort that um, we took on with an academic researcher, Dr. Natalie Todak from the University, University of Alabama at Birmingham. And she helped us with the research design, with coming up with the questions and making sure that we would not have any issues with the fidelity of the study. So uh, we sent that out via Maggie's listserv. I think she has about 20,000 people that she has access to on the listserv. We sent out the survey. It was open for about two weeks, and we managed to get about 841 respondents to the survey. So that's a pretty good sample size, and we were pretty excited about having that much data to go through. That's awesome. It's super exciting. So I know we're not in a place to talk about preliminary results, but you did talk about some of the data with some of the participants here at the conference. Can we give us a sense in that workshop? What was the feeling? Are people excited about it? Was there some themes that came out of that conversation? Sure. So what we did is we broke down. We didn't present all of the data. As you say, it was a preliminary, um, sort of some of the preliminary results. So we broke it down into a couple of categories. We talked about some of the entrance, you know, the, the problems with the entrance into the, the sector. We talked about being promoted within the sector. And then we talked about just general perceptions of what it's like to work in the national security sector. So the people that attended the breakout session were really interested in the results. I think everybody is pretty excited about the final report that we're going to produce at the beginning of 2020, but started to workshop some of those findings and really break down those different areas, filtering them by age and gender and also by what your job is within the national security sector, right? Whether you're in the military or you're a contractor or what have you. And so one of the things that people kind of got talking about during the, the breakout session yesterday was you know, the, the scarcity of positions and the unfortunate result of that being that, you know, if women are competing for 20% of the jobs, sort of the infighting and the problems that come with being in such a scarcity of position. You know, men have 80% of the jobs, nobody really questions that. And then women find themselves not only fighting to get into the field, but then fighting amongst themselves for position within the field, right? And so a lot of people had a lot of thoughts around that and, you know, shared some feelings from their own career and just some perceptions from different parts of the sector that they're seeing that in. Interesting. Well, we'll have you back when the full report is out to give us all the details if that works. Absolutely. We'd love to. Awesome. Thanks for Thank joining you. us. Finally, we spoke with Maggie Feldman-Pilch, the CEO and founder of NatSec Girl Squad. We're here live at the NatSec Girl Squad 2019 conference, which is super exciting. And we've got the NatSec Girl Squad CEO and founder, Maggie Feldman Pilch, with us, which is equally amazing. Welcome, Maggie. Hi, Sasha. This is very exciting. I'm very excited. It is super exciting to have you on the Mission is Possible podcast. For this episode, we're talking a bit about the NatSec Girl Squad Guidehouse survey that you're obviously well aware of and helping us launch. Could you talk a little bit about what that means to you, why you think it's important we're doing it, and kind of the role it's played in this conference and what you see going forward? Sure. So in the last nine months, NatSec Girl Squad and Guidehouse have started working together to figure out how do we bring more NatSec Girl Squad to the people. And 
as NatSec Girl Squad has grown in the last year, so for example, last year at our first annual conference, we had about 180 people in a conference room and we were in touch with about 1,200 people a month. So fast forward 13 months, we have over 400 people here for two days and we're in touch with about 25,000 people a month. And while the size of the organization has grown, the size of the business, the size of the community has grown, I would say that the core needs and focus have not. So no matter what we do, right, we are focused on building and supporting competent diversity in national security and defense. And we do that really by focusing on how do we build expertise? How do we build confidence in that expertise? And then really my favorite part, how do we create sustainable, repeatable change within institutions, acknowledging that each institution, its needs and its culture are different. And so in thinking about how we could scale the relationship between NATSEC Girl Squad and Guidehouse, and kind of more importantly, how do we scale NATSEC Girl Squad's impact? Guidehouse and NATSEC Girl Squad partnered together with an incredible academic named Natalie Todek out of the University of Alabama, Birmingham, to start collecting some real data, right? And through an IRB-approved process. We created this survey to really just kind of, as you say, clear some underbrush and figure out the foundation of, okay, if you want to be in this field of national security and defense, and you can define what that means for yourself, what are your challenges to getting in the field? If you're in, what challenges are you facing? And if you chose to leave, why? So in a very broad sense, that's kind of a little bit of context about NATSEC Girl Squad and our relationship and what the point of this survey is. Perfect. Thank you so much. Can you tell us, what do you expect to see? Like, what does your gut tell you about what some of the underlying issues really are? What are your expectations about what the data is going to show? So I think that we're going to see some real structural challenges people are facing. And by that, I mean the security clearance process, not just the background investigation itself, but the length of time and the resulting cost both to the federal government and non-USG employers being a barrier to those clearances being proliferated as appropriate and therefore a barrier for employment right, for people. I'm sure that that's going to come up. I also think things like student debt, um, the cost of particularly higher, higher education, right? so after a bachelor's degree, because we're most certainly at a point, particularly in this field, where a bachelor's degree rarely gets you in the door. And so I think student debt and the expected income level of people in the field are certainly going to come up. Perfect. Thank you so much. I know you're busy these two days. We appreciate you taking a few minutes for us. I'm always happy to talk to you and to Guidehouse and about our survey. Thank you, Maggie. A huge thank you to John, Erica, and Maggie for taking time to talk with us. The Guidehouse NatSec Girl Squad survey results will be released publicly on the afternoon of March 12th. We'll be live streaming the release event at 8 a.m. that day at the American University School of Public Affairs Facebook page. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Mission is Possible. To find more information on the Guidehouse American University Mission is Possible speaker series, please visit us at guidehouse.com.